The following podcast may be explicit. One Joe Young presents Adventures from the Shed, a tabletop RPG podcast. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. With this episode, we begin a short series of adventures that are both introduced and resolved within the hour of play. In this first of the series, a party member is accused of murder and must find a way to clear their name before it's too late. Enjoy the podcast. Hi, and welcome to The Shed for Adventures from The Shed. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com. Of course, search us up on iTunes and Facebook. Um, We'd love to hear from you there. We are back in the shed. We're going to continue our Dungeon World World Adventure campaign thingy we're calling A New Frontier. We're going to go around the table and say hi. We'll start right with this guy here. Hey, it's Chris playing Uriel the Immolator. And then? Oh, I am, I'm back. I'm, I'm Mike. Back. <laughs> I'm, I'm Mike. Hi, I'm back. playing Laramie Burnsteel, the paladin of Josiah. <laughs> go, Joe. Uh, go, Joe. And this good lord, it smells like vinegar in here. Beef <laughs> <laughs> jerky and fruit loops. There's a lot of food going on. Hey, this is Kurt. I am playing Breton, the ranger. Super psyched to have Mike back. Special guest. Yeah. It's awesome. I feel so special. That is a long character name. Wow. And this is Bridget playing Zor- uh, yeah. uh, uh, Lenore, the cleric of Zorica. God mode over it's here. It's been a while. Um, is it like Gozo? Gozo? No. Gozo no, the Gozarian. Right. And I am Joe. I am the Game Master. As we continue this Dungeon World campaign, we're going to do a little bit of a recap from our last adventure. Who wants to step up to the plate for that? I think I'm the only one not eating uh, pickled so beans, so that's <laughs> probably me. Mike just step up for those of you who are listening at home, at this point you are faithful fans. You should just know that we are eating... Pickled spicy beans from my wife's garden. Mm-hmm. I'm chasing them with Fruit Loops that Bridget brought. There's vanilla Diet, uh, Coke, uh, Zero. Diet Coke Zero vanilla and Pringles on the table. And Mike has been belching beef jerky he, beef jerky for the last half hour. I'm not he, for the record, it. he I'm has not belched it. once. So it's just any time the bag is open. We just scene for you it's so ambiance. that you'll feel like you're here in the shed with us. There's, also, yeah, there's Joe, for the last on. month, has been rocking some fantastic 80s rocker hair, which oh, is well, the best yeah. thing ever. Right now, it's just all gelled back. I love morning, it. But thank you, I love thank it. You. It makes me think Brett Michaels, like 1987. Really? Talk dirty to me. Yeah. No way. Well, no. <laughs> He's you're talking Dave about Grohl. the song, or are you asking oh, for something? even better. He's got the Dave Grohl look going on. There you go. I'll accept that, too. Awesome. I, I feel like that was enough of a recap it right was, there. It was, wasn't it? <laughs> yeah. So, beans, hair, and go. Yeah, and beef jerky belches. Yeah, there's that too. Without belching. Without belching. So, Mike, go ahead. Uh, so, last time, uh, we... You're going to uh, have Kurt doing that within five minutes. <laughs> we were uh, looking into a wizard's workshop and finally found a pocket dimension and were able pudding to... Hole. It was the to, pudding it hole. It was the pudding hole. <laughs> and uh, we were able to use his wand uh, to turn off this magical stone that stopped Laramie from aging uncontrollably. Mm-hmm. So, uh, and then we went back to town, and there was a harvest festival. The harvest festival, where at um, Valshan, you guys were honored for helping uh, retrieve their stuff from the thieves just a, a couple of months ago. And uh, you guys hung out. It's been about a month now. Uh, Laramie's been feeling better. Instead of the uh, 50-something-year-old, he's probably feeling like a sprightly 30-something-year-old. What was he, 27 or something uh, 27. Like that? Yeah, so he's in his 30s now. He's feeling that way, at least. That's good. 
Um, Joe, before we start rolling, I have to make a comment. Oh, please do. So we're playing Dungeon World, which I know yes, you sir. love. Uh-huh. Yeah. It's your favorite game. Well, it's easy. It is easy. And I'm all for easy. Yes. Especially when we're recording. So you know who else likes Dungeon World? Uh, Michael Roberts, who runs the Dungeoneers podcast, which That's, I don't... I hope it's okay. Mike later. Robertson? Is the Mike Robertson? What did I say? It, Michael Roberts? Roberts? It's sorry. close. Sorry, sorry. <laughs> well, he is the son I went to, of Mike Roberts. Well, I went from Michael just to mix it up so I confused uh, yeah, myself. Yeah, you That's did. Cool. Uh, we can give a plug for the Dungeoneers, which I'm doing we not intentionally, it. but because literally I've been sitting with him for 45 minutes and I just read his shirt, uh-huh. which says, this game is easy when you roll 10 plus. Yeah. yeah. I love That's it. That's good. That's a cool shirt. And I love it. And those shirts are available online, DungeoneersPodcast.com. <laughs> I love it. I'm going <laughs> to buy you. myself one. Also, <laughs> I'm just going to say that today's going to be a long day. We got recording all day. I got to go to a party tonight that I may or may not want to go to. So I'm going to fire it up. Go for it. I'm going to fire it up. Great. I'm going to take got, it to 10. We got prime Kurt today. So it's, it's going to get <laughs> I gotta better? I got to do it. I got to do get it. Better? So if everyone's like, wow, uh, Kurt's on fire today? Yeah. You should take it to 11 then. I'm, I might take it to 11. Okay. All, all right, right. Let's do it. So anyway, you guys are together where? Right at the pit because reading all this fine food with the jerky and the beans and all yeah, that that's stuff. a good point. Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, Brett brought in some beans from the, the forest, you know. Okay. Yeah, I was out practicing my archery like I do every single day because I'm very mm-hmm. disciplined and focused. You know, I have my beans? little spot in the wood where I uh-huh. go and I train. And on the way back. What are your arrows? It's not that like? I picked the beans from the field. It's that I picked them from the widow uh, Merrymaker who <laughs> has very, very nice beans and often likes to give them to me. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Sure. She <laughs> the It's part of his sneaking <laughs> practice, too. Yeah. What, um, what do your arrows look like? I don't think I've ever asked you that question. My actual arrows? Yeah. Well, so my standard arrow has a nice broad uh, tip, <coughs> but uh, the back fletchings, I guess is that the word for the air, for yep. the feathers at the back, yep. um, are colored with blue and silver. Okay. That sounds fancy. And the blue looks unnatural. It's How not, so? It's not, well, it's not a, a color that you would easily find in nature from like a feather in the local area. Fruit so loop is it like blue? Fruit Loop blue or neon <laughs> blue or something? Um, it would be what we in the in the modern world might think of as like a peacock blue, okay. but it probably does not come from a peacock. Oh, mm. So okay. perhaps something in my past has um, uh, helped me create some of my arrows. Now, I may have special arrows that don't look like this, but this is my standard. Your standard arrow, the yeah. one that would be recognized. Okay. Correct. Um, and so what have you guys been doing for about the last month? I've been spending some time with the Widow Merrymaker. And we got, she is we got that. Very <laughs> yeah. Anybody else? I went back to my order yeah. in the... Harak. Harak, Harak, Harak. Yes, I went back to my order in Harak. There's my new ringtone. In Harak, uh, Harak. <laughs> Go on. And um, visited my house. Okay. And then came back to Valshond. What happened there? I- Nothing. Nothing? Just, just checking up. Cult, cult business as usual. I believe it's I might have gone with her, and that's why I'm feeling much better. <laughs> you should better. get some shirts made. Yeah. Cult. Brought him for some rejuvenation <clears throat> treatments. Okay. So, spa day? For yeah, <laughs> we had a spa day. Spa day a spa month. I mean, it's super gross, but you, you, <laughs> there's a lot of blood involved. But, uh, <laughs> but yeah, I feel uh, much better. Complete. Brenton's been getting some crow's feet around the eyes. Maybe he needs to go back to Harak with you next time mm-hmm. you go. Could be. So, Get a, get a nice facial. <laughs> Not what? that kind of facial, uh, you silly girl. Bukaki party. <laughs> went there. Okay, so now we know what Uriel's been doing for a month. <laughs> a lot of build up. 
<laughs> no, I would say Prometheus and I have been trying to, you know, <clears throat> look into the uh, information we found last time to see if we can find any information about the uh, the weapon that Jolly Gerald might have been okay. looking for or trying to create or pieces of something to, uh, you know, figure out if we could forge it, forge it somehow. No, we're lost on that right now. <clears throat> All right, so that that makes sense because that's something that will come up eventually. Uh, that whole Gerald was working on something. We know it. You had yeah. some of his notes, and yeah. you found some stuff from the the wizard's workshop. Yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, one morning, yeah, well, you guys are at the pig eating, um, so it's not one morning. It's this morning. It's today. You guys are there today. Um, um, uh, what's her name? I'm in the pig every day. For as breakfast. we as we established last time, there's Wendy, a uh, half elf server at the pig. Um, she comes over to the table and uh, she, she's speaking in a hushed voice and, and mainly talking to Breton, but everyone can hear her. And she's like, what did you do? We just got news. The, they're, they're putting up a poster outside. You killed someone? Oh, come on, Breton. Well, I mean, it's not the first Damn. time he's killed somebody, right? I mean, come on. <laughs> and Kurt's choking on a pickled bean as I say that. I killed someone? Yeah, the, the princess? The elven prince? You got to see the poster. You well, killed a princess? Oh, come on. I mean, I may have, but I don't recall, so I better go check out this poster and see what it says. <laughs> I, like the, I may have, but I don't I mean, recall. I've done many things of which I am not proud, but I don't think I have recently killed an elven princess. So the, um, the poster outside uh, says, Wanted, Breton, and in parentheses, Ranger, because that's your last name, I guess. Knobloch. Uh, oh, that's right. So it says that, then. <laughs> He's got a name. He, he, he actually has a last name. <laughs> Uh, wanted uh, for the death of, and it has um, an elven princess's name. I didn't come up with a name yet. If anyone has a good name for an elven princess who is in the the, the woods just outside of Iraq. How about Erelon? Erelon? Yeah. I can do that. I'm putting two A's at the beginning because that makes sense to me. Um, So elven princess Erelon found murdered. And it has a description of some unnaturally blue-fletched arrows found in her back. Uh, she was found where? Found, found uh, at, in, in the woods uh, in her kingdom last week. And this poster is issued from the authorities in Herak. Dang, man. You love what going the in the woods. <laughs> I do, and I love me some blue arrows, but I don't think I killed they're, they're suspiciously Do you blue. black out sometimes and just not remember what <laughs> And that's weird that. because we were in Herak... And we never, we didn't hear any. She was fine when we left. Sounds like some fishy business. Well, how much is the reward? <laughs> <laughs> um, I don't know that we ever actually established who was in charge of the authorities in Herak, but they do have the city guard, uh, and that is who has um, offered a reward for Breton's return of 1,000 coins. Especially because you've done jail time in that town for a forgery. Already. <laughs> That's how they knew who he was yeah. and what his arrows looked like, too. He they had his police there. sketch already. Right. He's on the list. They had his stuff in the evidence locker, and they had to give it back to him. So they know all of what his stuff looks like. Why would someone in Harak be wanting to frame me? I mean, I didn't do this. I would tell you if I did. Well, perhaps, you, you just said you, you slept with their wife. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Where was the body found? Um, right outside of her home in the, in the woods in her kingdom. You call it the kingdom. It's just you know a uh, couple hundred acres of woods that this elven family has owned forever. Is this a family you know? And are there any business dealings or social? You've been around the area for sure, Breton, because you go out into the woods. You just spend more time in the city protecting them from the woods, right? 
Yeah, I mean, it's... But you would recognize it. Yeah, being a princess is someone that I know of, and yeah. we, our paths have certainly crossed, but she's not someone with whom I'm close. I mean, have you been seen together recently? Not recently, no. Only a couple of weeks ago when I gave her some shooting in the back lessons. <laughs> <laughs> Just a tip. <laughs> Just a tip. A broad tip. Why would I want to shoot an Elven princess? Like, what purpose would that serve? I don't know. Why would you want to <laughs> Yeah, tell us. Why I, would I wouldn't. I've got the Widow Merrymaker keeping me happy. Crimes I've of got passion coins or, in my you pocket know. from our recent <laughs> exploits. Never so. know. Uh, well, if this is a frame-up, then, you know, it could be along the lines of the forgery thing. Maybe somebody's still pissed off at you. I don't, I don't know. It's possible. What else did you do? you do anything else in town when we were there? I mean, I, you know, I drank some <laughs> ale and I played some cards and I... Shop for some weapons, but I did not kill any elven princesses. So we're going to call this Wild Mist Forest, and that is this, the home of this um, elven family. By elven family, it is a big group, um, several hundred, and they've just, since they live practically forever, they've been in this area right. for thousands of years, this family has. No, this is separate from Harak. This is outside of Harak, there. like yeah. a day's travel outside of Harak by foot. So we have to go through Harak, up and uh, over the mountains to get there? You can go around. You can go over one of the mountains. Okay. Or around one of the mountains. <laughs> you can cup one of the mountains as you go past. Okay. Yeah. Just wanted to check. A little side mountain action. Yes. <clears throat> side rack. <laughs> a, full, a full rack. A rack. But yeah. half a rack worth. Half a rack worth. So, yeah, so you wait, was she rack. married, the princess? Uh, no, she was not. Is she young or old, by elven terms? Do we know? She, looks, she, she looked like she was in her 20s, which means she's probably about 200 or so. Could even be. Seems I wonder if for Breton. Yeah, I mean, she maybe didn't look or act or feel old. <laughs> Does she have any brothers? Yes. Hmm. Like, did you do something to offend the family, and maybe they just want to get rid of you somehow? Y'all, I would tell you if I did, but yeah. to be honest, <laughs> this—I mean, I have passed through there. Why am I talking like Laramie? <laughs> exactly. I have, as soon as Mike's only better, I have so. passed through. There repeatedly because that's what I do when I'm ranging. But I do not have a particularly strong bond with this particular clan or with the princess. And uh, this is so they. How I long can't think of any possible connection that would lead to me. How long would lead me to be committed to murder? The body was found recently, or a couple been weeks dead? ago. Oh, the, the date is from about two weeks ago. And when was the body found? Like quickly after the it was. Dead well, the, or was the it, elves or was it sitting around for a the while. The elves recognized. The arrows and reported it to Harak immediately because Harak has jurisdiction over non-elf people, ah. and now, he's a non-elf person. All right, gotcha. Now, can I say a brief uh, prayer of guidance to my <laughs> deity Josia and sure. see if my my friend Brenton is evil? <laughs> well, that's an interesting <laughs> approach. Sure, because I can ask what yep. here is evil, <laughs> <laughs> um, and. What part is that again? It is over on the, the human race yes, side. Yes, it is the race piece. All right, so for the paladin. When you pray for guidance, you get to find out what is evil. Um, I'm not evil. What here is evil? Is he any more evil than he was before? <laughs> there are, There is um, There's a, a man sitting in the corner who runs a, a local jewelry shop, and he comes off as, as evil vibes to you. All right. I'll keep an eye on that fella. And it's somebody that you've all seen, but apparently he's not a good person. Apparently. Because Josiah says so. 
Yeah. I always thought that Jeremy the Jeweler was sort of evil. <laughs> <laughs> kind of shifty. Let me, he let me did seem shifty. Uh, Jeremy the Jeweler. Jeremy the Jeweler. We're going to come back and get We'll him. put a pin in that one. Yep, he gets a pin now. He is now part of the official document. Um, so aside from that, there's nothing evil uh, within your your aura at this point. Anything you can see. I am touch. not evil. I told you, Laramie. Why do you not believe me? <laughs> well, I, I mean, in my experience, the people that say they're not evil are, are usually <laughs> top of the evil the list. Evil. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I told it's you like I was saying a little... it's not a cult. Yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like that. No, right, it's yeah, I told you that I like to drink and gamble and perhaps whore a little bit, but that doesn't make me evil. <laughs> <laughs> well, to a paladin, maybe. Well, that could be exactly what does make you evil. I am supposed to deny mercy to criminals. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, Wendy tells you, look, uh, the sheriff's going to be by at any minute, and it's his duty. He's going to have to arrest you if you're around. You, you should probably vanish soon, like real soon, before you get in trouble. Remember, you and Wendy got a thing, so she's giving you this heads up yeah. before somebody starts shouting, he's over there! Yeah, you got any disguise action going on over there, man? He can sound like Laramie. <laughs> <laughs> So are we supposed to go on the run, or are we supposed to go to Herak and uh, talk to these elves? I think we need to go talk to those elves. Although, if although, well, still, although that seems like a bad idea. <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, he could... I don't know. Um, it's, it's not necessarily the elves' fault. They found my arrows, or arrows that look like mine. Yeah. <laughs> seems like, perhaps, if there's a setup, it's coming from within Herak. Or whoever perpetrated this crime. Who do you buy your arrows <laughs> the what? from? The crime? The crime. The crime. Perpetrator crime. of this crime. crime. And that, that's Conan's god. <laughs> a crime. Um, <laughs> Who perpetrated crime? Uh, and the last uh, thing I'll mention is, um, Breton, it does jog your memory some. It would be going back probably a couple months now when you were let out of jail for your impersonating a noble. Um, you were short a couple arrows. Uh, it's a cover-up. Oh. I mean, I generally make my own arrows. Yeah. So, and it's probably one of those things where maybe you got your, your your stuff back from the authorities, and you know you had seven arrows instead of nine, and it just didn't really. Maybe I shot a princess or something, and those were the <laughs> arrows. Mm-hmm. Right. You know, it happens all the time. <laughs> it just happens. It's just <laughs> random. <clears throat> but it jogs your memory now that you're definitely a few months ago you were definitely short a couple arrows. Well, it seems like we would need to go. Sp- Damn it! <laughs> it seems like we would need to go speak. <laughs> I'm not going to talk, gonna have a like talk a with here. Breton's going to have great with, alliteration with today. Um, the jailer or the sheriff or someone back at Iraq who had <clears throat> had kept me. So sorry, now, the spicy beef jerky is could be anybody. So right, now, yeah, though, yeah. one thing to keep in mind is there are posters. And they're going to, they're, there's a poster in the small town of Alshon. There are probably going to be things up along the trip to Iraq. So yeah. you, any, anybody you pass may recognize you. And Perhaps trying to just get into Herak to talk to somebody might be a problem without you being, you know, arrested for the murder of an elven princess. We're going to have to uh, disguise you somehow. As I was going to say, <clears> as <throat> Laramie said, when I stay still in natural surroundings, the enemies never spot me until I make a movement. So I'm going to go sit down by the stream. 
and just not move. And this is funny for the next hour. I deliberately chose to put Breton in the spotlight because you were quiet in the last session, and now I'm putting you in a situation where you're not going to do anything. I'm just going to sit. <laughs> I'm going to be like a, a plant. Like a statue of Buddha or Josia. That's awesome. And not move for the next hour. So no go, Joe. But uh, <laughs> we got we got to get going because yeah. yeah. uh, if. They ask me questions I can't buy. So, uh, so I got to get going. That's going to be a problem. Uh, yeah, and we'll, we'll stick with that, by the way, Mike. We'll stick with that same quest from last time. Sounds good. All right. So the paladin in the game, if, when he's on a quest, uh, he gets to do stuff, and he has to have, call it penalties or things he has to maintain while he's on this quest. And one of the things that Laramie has to do is he, he, he <coughs> may not lie. He must tell the truth while he's on this quest. In this case, the quest will be to either implicate or clear Breton's name, one or the other. <laughs> well, Uriel, uh, as you may or may not recall, I've guided you before, and you owe me for it. Which oh, is snap. one of my bonds. So I'm in a time of trouble. I need you to <clears throat> help me decide what we should do to deal with the situation. Well, we need to disguise you somehow. Or we stay off the road on the way to Iraq. Which is going to take us longer if we go that route. And you bring up a good point with the whole bonds thing. Anytime you keep an eye on what bonds you have on your sheet, but also anytime you want to write a new one in because an idea hits you. Uh, remember, it's a way to get an extra plus when you're aiding or interfering. It's, it's the only place that that's used. And it's also a way that uh, it brings the characters together. So I like it. Do that. So how are you going to do this? Let's say you're going to leave um, Valshan now and take a trip to Harak, which is almost surely going to be a perilous journey. Yeah, because surely. people are on the lookout for yeah. one. Perhaps we should seat you up in some armor that we have at the smithy. I know it's not your thing, but you've got to cover your face and make it look like it's not you. You should probably just uh, dump your bow and pile arrows, too. Or put your arrows in upside down so the fletching is in the quiver. <laughs> or you could just always just wrap a blanket around you. <laughs> <laughs> like a mummy? Yeah. Who's that guy? Who's uh, that guy with a blanket? I mean, old, no one ever old woman. the mummy. I mean, man, I'm 37. Maybe we could get a local witch to disguise me as, say, a 22-year-old woman. How could that possibly go wrong? <coughs> I think it's a great idea. Maybe we could just wrap you up and pretend you're dead. Yeah, and the, just least, transport the body. Say we're transporting a body. You just lay there and be dead. It's up to you. Well, that would get us into your place. Mustache. That would get us into your place. Yeah, right? and get them to at least um, the, cult. I like, the, the, I like the order idea. in Harak. We're going to do that. And you can hide there. All right, so that, that's decided. Breton's going to be wrapped up as a dead person, which means the other three have to take the roles of the Perilous Journey. Oh, man. All right. That so all you do good. not have your ranger as a scout, which I think is great. Yeah. So we're going to do that whole Perilous Journey. Immolators are great Wait. scouts. Yeah. <laughs> I guess I'll trailblaze. All right. So we have the trailblazer, the quartermaster. and The, the way we're going to treat the quartermaster for this one, by the way, is um, if the quartermaster uh, fails, everyone will arrive at Herak with a negative one ongoing for everything you do. Because oh you'll be God. very hungry. Uh-oh. Better not so I want to make the quartermaster relevant immediately. Mm-hmm. All right, I'll be quartermaster. It's, is, it, is it wisdom? Yeah. It, it's, yeah uh, oh, I think yeah, the always wisdom. So, uh, so, I'm what, so I'm scouting, right? Five, six, seven, eight. All right, eight. let me start with the scout. Uh, okay, I have an eight. Eight. All right. And then the trailblazer. I have uh, nine. Okay. And then the quartermaster. Eight. Okay. 
I saw the picture that all the food that she makes is like really raw. It's old beef jerky. (laughs) Either that or it all has some kind of spikes in it. It hurts to eat it. Make it like painfully spicy. Yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like the I like hot stuff. Toast that grates the roof of your mouth. Uh, Um, So here's the way I want to play this because I want to get something to just happen and get through it. Um, At one point during your trip to Herak, which is a two day trip, if I remember right, I'm going to call it two days now. there's at some point Breton's got to get up to eat, use a bathroom, something. Mm-hmm. Um, you're recognized by a traveling um, merchant, uh, one guy with a wagon and a horse. How do you handle it when he recognizes you? Say, like, hey, you're wanted. I could get a reward. Yeah, we're taking him to the town. Fuck off. <laughs> <laughs> He's ours. Dang man, language. <laughs> Not the language, just the immediate. <laughs> <laughs> um, I am do you the want to write an emulator for yeah. me. Funny, this is so funny. Uh, so what? I mean, you're just gonna. Yeah, I just kind of like stand and get in the way. Like, yeah. Let's um. Perhaps if I mean, you uh, look at my authority here, <laughs> uh, you back off a little there's bit. A, there's a lot of money involved, so just shouting at this guy as a merchant, he wants. Yeah, to I mean, I'm a big dude, so, so I'm trying to like just you know. So we're going to tripping on me. <laughs> Spicy liquids. Um, so we're going to treat this as uh, he could still try and run off and say something. Oh, totally. How yeah, are yeah. you going to stop him from running off? We're going to get a roll out of this. And this is collaborative because, I mean, at this point, Breton is up, probably just shook the weasel, whatever it was <laughs> that had to happen that he got out of the body bag for a couple minutes. I could do hold person. Right. I could, could but use uh, I am the yeah. wall as well. So what do we want to do? What does that do? Collaborative. Mike? Does he have a wagon or something? Yeah, it's a or wagon. Or many horse. wagons. It's one way. It's one guy with mm. one horse and a small wagon behind him. I want to disable the wagon or let the horse go. I mean, okay. that that seems real strong. Um, I could just tell him that I have authority over this convict, and uh, that doesn't stop him from talking. Well, no, but depending on how the say move along, it, it and he might. can do what yeah, I okay. say. Yeah. All right. It depends on how the role goes. I think that's the the least Um, violent idea. I uh, give an order based on my divine authority, and (laughs) on a 7 plus, they choose one. Um, They do what I say. They back away cautiously, then flee, or they attack me. And on 10 plus, you take plus one forward against them. On a miss, they do as they please. And you take (laughs) negative one forward against them. That sounds like a good first attempt, and you should be ready to just... To, to kill him, otherwise. <laughs> well, I have something similar I can do. Right. So this is part of what I like to think of, because I like to think of both sides of the situation. <laughs> if you guys were traveling, and you saw somebody going in the other direction that you knew was wanted for murder, how would you have handled it? You'd probably just grab them and take them, or? Probably. Well, if, if it's... If it's modern day, we're just yeah going to make a be a good witness Called and make a phone call, right? Yeah, but be a yeah, good witness. But in this world, right? Right, it's yeah, we're, we're going to try yeah. to do something about it. Yeah. So that's what I mean. This guy wants to take right. the. Oh convict, yeah, he right? wants the monies. Oh, yeah. he, he wants the dollars. So go for it, Mister Paladino. Oh, critically twelve on the die. Wow, that is two sixes. So, dude, that guy is not only going to not arrest me; he's going to. 
Well, I was going to say something dirty to, related to Laramie, but he's going to love Laramie a lot. Well, Laramie doesn't do dirty things. <laughs> um, so he does recognize you have a symbol. When you were motioning it, you were pointing like at your shoulder. Yeah, I have uh, the symbol oh. of Josiah. Right. That's a bean. So he does recognize you uh, as a paladin of Josiah, knowing you will do the right thing. And he says, oh, I'm sorry. I didn't notice. Uh, clearly, you've got it under control. Um, Absolutely, sir. There's nothing more to see here. Move along, move along. I guess I'll just go. Yeah, yeah, no problem, sir. All right. You have a nice trip. Hey, little do you know, you probably just saved his life. Probably. <laughs> I wasn't going to kill him. <laughs> Not completely. You're just going to burn him a little. <laughs> just give him, him, a, make him a little, little, little so he couldn't talk. Just give him a good suntan. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So that's over. You guys get to Herak. You're able to get the body bag into um, the Not Cult. We have to make it realistic, bag. so we're just really throwing it in there and just. Yeah, by the body bag, you mean me, right? Yeah. Yep. yeah. Yep. Okay. So you get in there now. What? Well, I'll speak with the head of my order and mm-hmm. and let them know what's going on, and that this is a trusted friend of mine who's been accused of this murder, and um, she'll hide him for a little bit. Yeah, and and as soon as he is uh, uncovered. They recognize who it is because he's been there. I think you've been there before. I, I know you've been around the town, but I'm pretty sure you've been to her order before. Too. But um, yeah, I mean, they'll they know mm-hmm. me and they know you. So there are one or, one or two younger occultists who might look at Breton a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> you are a dog. So. A little bit of a knowing look. Uh-huh. Well, even better than they'll have more reason to hide you. <laughs> so they do that. What's your next step in Herak? Uh, we need to find. But, out. Sorry, you have to wear a dress. He's not. For, for a little while. <laughs> He's not. As long as they like it. Yeah. Perhaps we visit the jail. Yeah, we need to find out if your people have any connections with uh, city officials to see what information they have on the uh, case or investigation. Short answer is yes. Uh, Bridget, you can determine what the connections might be. Uh, there, as a house of healing, there's always connections with city officials. It's like You're like a hospital. Mm. You definitely have at least administrative connections with the city. Well, I mean... We've gone to every place in the, the city to give medical aid. And it was just uh, the two to three months ago that you helped with the Savannah fever around mm-hmm. the city. Your cult was Plus your order was very instrumental <coughs> in uh, helping people recover from that. Right. Nobody who visited your order died. The only people who died were people who didn't visit. So that's why you were given a promotion. Good to know. Yeah. Good for you. Hey, you know. We also need to check the rumor mill to see if there's any city officials that were hanging around with the princess. Maybe uh, something okay. happened and they're like, oh, we need to cover this up. So let's <laughs> do this as a collaborative discern realities role. It sounds like you're going to look around the city and I want to expedite what we're doing. Yes, so yes, rather yes. than go find individual people, we'll just treat this as a mini montage. Mon, yeah, montage yeah. action. Do I get to discern realities? You're there and you can talk to the people within the order. Okay. Well, as they're making other noises, you can talk to them. What's the modifier? Wisdom. This is your wisdom because it is a discern realities role. So here's what I want to do. This is something I haven't done in a while, and I want to try this again. Um, Everyone roll, and then take the best two dice out of everybody's. So I'm going to, now that I've said that, I'm going to ask everyone to do it again. Everyone roll one more time. And you're better of your two dice. Uh, I see a six and a six over here between Mike and Chris. Yeah. He's at six. I've got a, I got a four and a two. Total. Okay. So the best dice give us a, a full 12 to work with, which means 
Um, what I'll do is I'll let everybody ask one question. It doesn't have to be from the Discern Realities, but that's an easy place to start. But you get one question that I will answer truthfully based on the situation going on. Anybody have one they want to ask already? Who's really in control here? Who's really in control here? Um, there is unrest between the the Elven uh, family in Wildmist and one of the noble houses in Herak. And um, the noble house in Herak has been wanting to develop some of the land in Wildmist, and the elves don't want that. So there's been a, a fair amount of unrest in that the relationship. They had typically, over the years, they've been good friends. Uh, th- there's never really been any conflict in any human's recent memory. There's never been any conflict with uh, uh, the elves in Wildmist. But just recently, there's that one noble house that you hear of that has been having a problem there. What should we be on the lookout for? Let me, uh, before we do that, uh, does anybody want to give a name to this noble house in Haran? The House of Hawthorne. Hawthorne, okay. So the Hawthorne House um, is a noble house in uh, Harak. They are the um, uh, real estate owner house. They own most of the land in Harak. And it, they want to expand. <clears throat> but they previously have been on good terms with this. Yeah. Brand. It's like um, the – so as far as who is in control, and again, we'll go around the, the situation that's happening. Um, in the last year, uh, the eldest Hawthorne died and the youngest took over, and they're trying to branch out. Mm. That person wants more money. Go ahead, Kurt. You had a question. Or I think the was, next question. What are we going to be on? What should we be on the lookout for? Okay. Aside from the obvious authorities, there's there are going to be a fair amount of bounty hunters looking for you guys as well. And by fair amount, I'm going to say just what you hear, especially because Britain isn't necessarily a bounty hunter, but you work kind of as a mercenary-ish role um, for the right people. Yeah, but I would say it seems like half your work might be pro bono. Right, <laughs> you're just helping people out. You take enough money to live, um, so you already know some of the circles of people who get paid money to do stuff, and that circle is abuzz with looking for you. One of the um, the non cult girls that you're spending a few extra minutes with, wink, wink. Um, extra ninety seconds. Yeah, ninety seconds of heaven. Yeah, she she mentions <laughs> the she mentions that there are extra people out there. Um, over the last week, uh, specifically looking for you. They've been walking around every business looking, especially that uh, stationary shop where you were seen with a parrot. I think it was a parrot. It was a parrot. Yeah. <laughs> From the sound of it, it sounds like most of Breton's work is pro boner instead of pro boner. There's the left thing. <laughs> Just a um, uh, Mike or Chris, you have a question? What here is not what it appears to be. Um, Mike, what's your question? I may need to get back to that. Um, I was going to say something more like, uh, would this house have the, the ability to get stuff from the guards, like get those arrows from, or would that not be something typical? So one of the things within Herak <laughs> is um, every public office and service is comes from the noble houses. So the uh, the actual council is somebody sitting from each noble house, and every service one of the houses runs it, or multiple houses runs it. So there there are definitely connections. Yes. Okay. 
without a doubt. And if this house doesn't have the connection, they know the people in the next house who does. It's a, it's a big family-run organization, as it were. They're in the waste management business. <laughs> all right. Uh, all right. And um, ask me one more time, Chris. What here is not what it appears to be? Um, uh, my thought process was leaning more towards does a family, one of the noble family members, I know they had the whole business, but is there a family member that maybe had a relationship, a secret relationship with the... Thank you. Yeah, that's it. Yeah. There is a... Um, coming up in one of the, the academies, the Bloomfield Preparatory Academy, there is a um, young half-elf of unknown origin who has uh, been excelling in the academy, and there's been a lot of talk about how um, that's actually one of Hawthorne's kids, and there was a secret affair with uh, one of the wild mist elves. Okay. Half of Hawthorne. Half of Hawthorne. That's what I <laughs> say. All right, so now you've got some information to work with. What, what do you want for your next steps? I and I know, Brett, you can stand perfectly still anywhere and nobody can notice you. But <laughs> I'd, like you to, I'd like you to act. Only in the wild. Yeah. I don't think I can do it. Yeah, is there anything the, uh, the Order can do? Try to disguise. I mean, I know we can just do and like costuming and makeup kind of thing. Realistically, we can just do a disguise as a defy danger with charisma role at any right. given time. And I, yeah, I mean, uh, he's wearing a dress. I was going to say very charismatic, but I'm actually not. And in reality, depending on who does it, if you right. want to do it smartly, you could use intelligence. We could always come up with something. I just can't see strength being a good disguise, unless you're walking around flexing the whole time. I mean, I could just punch him a bunch. That would disguise. Disguise. He's lumpy and bruised. A key thing, though, could is don't ha- carry your arrows around. Could yeah. we have me bandaged as like a plague victim or uh, some sickness? Who's the, yeah, kind oh, of there's maybe, always a leper. Around. Maybe uh, reco- hard to get still recovering from the, uh, the fever. fever. You yeah. had some... Some damage to your skin. Yeah, Significant that would be boils. easier than than trying to hide my masculine nature. <laughs> yes, <laughs> we'll just we'll just kind of mum your at you. He's not comfortable with. That I could blacken right, up your skin right if you want. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who's going to make that roll? It sounds like it would be natural for Lenore to do it because it's bandaging yep. at the not cult. Did we come up with a name for it yet? Uh, it's the infirmary. Yeah, but the the order that you're in is there order of Zoraika. Zoraika. Is that what you call yourself? The, the infirmary we, of the Order of No, America? no, no, no. It's just the infirmary. So it's like the, the sign just says library or infirmary. infirmary. Yeah, or yeah. the infirmary. Yeah. The infirmary. All right. The only infirmary. I don't think we'd ever establish that. So all right. I, I, that's good to know. It's just the infirmary. So you're from the infirmary. Mm-hmm. Got it. And maybe a symbol of Zarika or above mm-hmm. it. Yeah, something right. like that. But they wouldn't know it's, it's just a decoration yeah. for everybody else. And it's like one of those statues that's always bleeding. <laughs> Sweeping tears. It's 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 a it's made out of steel or iron so that it rusts, ah, so that it looks, so it looks rusty. Like it. Yeah, okay. that's neat. All right, so describe what you're going to do. I am going to make sure that you look like you're a victim of some illness that's recovering and is bandaged partially enough that it would hide my disguise you, but you can still function and you can eat and see and. Sounds good. Go for it. What and you're wearing a dress. You, know, this you are definitely is, wearing a dress. This game is easy if you roll 10 plus. Sure is, is it? And I get no royalties from that. I don't, what am I rolling? You are going to roll. It sounds like a good wisdom roll to me. Because you're drawing I'm on thinking? your past experiences. Wow. Oh, no. Six? 
That's not good. That's not good. Mark Mandalay yeah, Bay. Take a, take I'm a, not a, using these dice. Take a poker chip. They're not good They're for anything. You. So seriously, I can burn your skin if you want me to. <laughs> I'm not using so Mandalay Bay dice. Does, does everyone else get to look at me and say, dude, you, this is not a good disguise and we get yeah. to try again? Oh, that's no, totally you. No, the failure is something bad's going to happen. Uh, but the disguise is fine. You okay. look perfect. You look perfect. <laughs> yeah, this isn't like you failed to pick so the remind, lock. So remind me on Dungeon World, what's the difference between the six and if we would gotten a seven? A seven, seven would be succeed with complication. Yes. What, exactly. what is six? A six is a, it, outright you just failure. outright fail. However, mm. in this case... You can't fail to put a bandage on somebody, right? right. So you're still going to be wrapped up. What it means for me is something happens in the story that is not good for the party. Okay. So, like, someone's going to recognize you anyway. Or it Possibly. falls off and gets pulled off easy. Possibly. Or, or she wound you up too tight and you can't right. move your arms. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not bandaging his arms. <laughs> He's wearing a dress. What would have happened if she'd rolled a seven? Somebody right. looks up your dress right. and lines up. <laughs> I just had the worst, the worst giveaway for him. He gets a boner. Uh, <laughs> where while he's wearing the dress and he people are like tight enough oh. yeah. uh, didn't bend um, it back far enough so <laughs> you're ready to go out on, out in the town what do you want to do what's your next step you need to talk to the Hawthorne family <clears throat> yeah or well yeah that's probably the best thing to do. I'm perfectly <clears throat> willing for anyone to say that they know <clears throat> the Hawthorns and if so how if not well the order's been in every in every house yeah so Probably, I haven't. You might have delivered been, that uh, half. Yeah, half, 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 half I I haven't personally been in that house, but okay. you know, someone's been there at some point, okay. especially with the fever coming through. Do you have a good reason to bring a plague victim there? Yeah, that's that's the real mm, trick. No. <laughs> so how do you want to handle it? I'm fine with going to talk to them, and I'm fine with anyone doing it. He has amnesia, and we're going door to door. I'm happy to stay trying to see if it jogs baths. his memory. You could do that. How about you have amnesia, amnesia, and we're bringing you to the different houses to see if anyone, or to see if you recognize your house. To, or if they to, recognize me. Well, I don't want well, to, I don't want the people to recognize, to not, you. Yeah. recognize yeah. you. Yeah, you're right. Okay, oh, no. sure. that's maybe that's not probably every, a good idea. Every busy street corner has the that section with uh, advertisements, posters, what have you, and your description is up there on every one of them. Awesome. Yeah. So there's a. a it's a good thing, thing I'm so well wrapped up because yeah. the infirmary does such a great job. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the um, as you're walking around too, there are uh, messenger uh, boys and girls in Harak that go out and update posters. And as you guys are walking around, somebody's going and changing the one thousand to two thousand. The apparently the bounty has increased. So every poster you're walking by either has a one or a two. I told y'all I was valuable. If that gets up to five, I'm turning you in, man. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, w- I would do the same. <laughs> I mean, we'll get you out later, but, you know. If you turn yourself in, do you get the reward? <laughs> How about you turn me in? We split the reward. All right. And then you get me out. If we okay. get the bail. Yeah, we'll bail you out. I mean, that's a good option, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, all right. So are we going to go with the amnesia plan or something different? No, I don't like What's the amnesia the, plan, though. Right. You forgot I mean, it already. Maybe he should just I hang forgot. out in the alley, <laughs> like yeah. by the house. But you want to talk to the Hawthorns. Who's going to be the person to do the talking? Because you can get there. The the infirmary representative can get you into the I'll just I'll just say that we're um, going around making sure there's, there's no further treatments needed or complications that... 
mm-hmm. we're just doing more house calls to keep people uh, from being exposed again to illness while they're still recovering. Okay, so you guys get there. What do you do? You're at the Hawthorne house ready to knock on the door. And we're going to say at this point that Breton's either around the corner. Well, I'm going to say that. You're, you're there just around the corner. You're waiting to see what happens. Can we find out who... Cause we want to be able to talk to the, the parent of this half-elf child. That's who we really want to talk to. As far as you know, if all that is true, it was the eldest Hawthorne who died recently. It was his child? Yeah. Uh, recently, like, what was it, a year ago? So we got the, uh, the person that took over, right? If, that, if the stories are true, then yes. <clears throat> I guess we're talking to the guy that took over. I mean, if I go in there, it's going to have to be pretty straightforward because there's not going to be, like, we're checking in on, <laughs> yeah. like, plague victims because I can't, I can't say yeah, that. Yeah, he can't even nod while you're saying that. Wow. <laughs> well, we could always work it, like, oh, that lets them in that we're, we know what's up with them. If we say, hey, we're investigating this case about the... You I mean, know, we, uh, the elven, dead princess. Yeah, elven princess possibly murder. possibly just read their reactions. Yeah, that's what I mean. You kind of... I mean, that okay. seems good. All right, so we're doing that. Who's going to be? Who's going to do the talking? Like, we can basically just say, like, we know it was you. <laughs> you did this, and, like, see what happens. We could try to out them yeah. and then see if they react to it. So but then okay. that, puts us all on the, that puts us all on the pile with him Sure. Yep. if we do that. So who's going to do the talking? I'm going to call this, at least the way it's described right now, there'll be a charisma roll. I'll let you guys pick who does the talking. Uh, I have no charisma. Good. Yeah. Um, I can do it. Yeah, <laughs> and he's gonna be truthful. Why, yeah. hello, sir. Yeah. I am uh, Laramie Bernsteel, uh, paladin of the Great Josia. Go, Joe. Okay. Now the servants bring Eric Hawthorne, who is the current boss of the family. It's probably the wrong word to use because it's not really like a mafia kind of thing. Uh huh. <laughs> he he is the he's the current head, head of the household. Head of the household. Yeah. Sir, we were uh we don't mean to bother you too much, but we were looking into the the death of uh Aralon, the elven princess. Okay. And uh we we have reason to believe that you might know a little bit about their family and thus uh may may have some information on uh what may have happened to this young lady. All right, let's make the roll. <clears throat> let's see what happens. That's another success. Nice. Ten. Ten. What's your charisma? It's not like negative six, right? Okay. Because a negative six would be bad. Um, When you mention it, he glances between you and says, I have nothing to say. And he closes the door. Well, before he closes the door, I want to stick my foot in there and say, what fuels the flames of your desire? Let's see if you can make this uh, try danger with dexterity roll first. Dexterity? To get your foot in there is a fast move. Okay, I got you. I got you. That'll be a 13, as best as I can get it. <laughs> All right. Yeah, boy. So you got that. Now read me the what fuels the flames of your desire again, so I can make sure I answer you correctly. When you gaze intense into someone's eyes, he asks the player what fuels the flames of their, your desire. They'll answer the truth, even if the character does not know or would otherwise keep this hidden. Uh-huh. Um, that doesn't mean he's going to out himself as a murderer, right. but, I mean, it could uh, out himself as something secret. He tells you... I need to keep what's mine in the family. No outsiders will get it. And he kicks your foot and closes the door. Well, so. <coughs> he doesn't want to have anything to do with that line of questioning. 
So does that child, the half-elven child, live in this household? The idea, by the way, is he didn't like that, and he oh, right. kind of yeah. implicates himself. Right. right. You were successful, Mike. Your role yeah. was successful. Um, but he's not going to say, yes, I did it, blah, blah. He's just of going course. to say, nope, go away. <clears throat> I think that elven child lives at the academy. I was going to say, yeah. At Bloomfield, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but when they leave, where do they go? I mean... Maybe they, they, they stay come to this hold? They go to like the Hogwarts. Hogwarts. Come to Hawthorne, or does it go? Yeah, but eventually, do they go to Hawthorne, or do they go to the? It's wood, just a day school. This, I mean, they go back this and half, forth. This half elven child, uh, you guys heard a, a secret that it is probably the child of the elder Hawthorne who died. Right. This is not somebody welcome in the Hawthorne house. Right. Mm. It wouldn't be a kid who goes back home here. And he probably lives in an orphanage or something. Or maybe he lives at Bloomfield if they have any kind of housing. Mm-hmm. As long uh, as Bloomfield has housing, that's uh, where he's living. I'm not very sneaky, but uh, could maybe one of you sneak into the house and see if maybe, like if they took multiple arrows, maybe he has another one of your arrows, and then that could be case closed. Well, she was found with a couple in her back, right? Yeah. They probably used that's all the of two, them. That's the two, Probably. I mean, there could be correspondence, too. So now you have this information. You guys regroup wherever, but somewhere out of the public eye, and you decide what your next step is. I think we need to get the uh, wild mist elves on our side. Okay. Might be a good idea to say, hey, look, we know there's this child, and this is what probably happened, and, you know, this person did it. And see see if they want to do something about it. I think Laramie might be right, too. It might make sense (laughs) to do some kind of eavesdropping or reconnaissance in the Hawthorne house. Maybe we could split the party. Well, we can just do that part quick. Who's going to yeah. do that? Well, I mean, I know for I a fact. I kind of stand out with bright red Brent, hair. and Brent I'm shouldn't big. be out with those elves because they're going to kill him immediately. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I am pretty sneaky. So even though I am wrapped up, maybe I could. So you're going to do a little eavesdropping, re- re- reconnoitering, if you will. Give me a defy danger with dexterity roll. <coughs> because you're going to try and sneak up to a window or, or something outside where you should be able to hear them inside based Start. on what yep. you've known. So I've got plus three on dexterity, and I rolled an eight, so 11. 11. Um, you do hear uh, the same voice, so it's Eric Hawthorne talking to somebody, uh, a voice you don't recognize, a female voice, and he's telling her um, somebody knows what happened. So <laughs> he's, again, implicating himself here. And I'm going, for the sake of trying to make a, an episode out of this and have the adventure happen, I'm just going to get straight forward with it. He's implicating himself. He's definitely, he's the dude. Um, either he is directly responsible or indirectly responsible, but he apparently pulled the trigger on whatever bow shot her. Well, it sounds like since he's trying to get me killed for murder, that maybe we should threaten to burn him at the stake. Or we put pressure on the female he's talking to and she breaks. And I'm all about putting pressure on things. Especially females. Wait, what? That's his job. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, we still need evidence. Like, we well, can't just grill someone over a conversation. Right, but they might uh, decide to, like, turn themselves in. Like, hey, we can't, can't take this, you know. Maybe, yeah. maybe... Secrets, um, secrets get heavy over Eric time. Hawthorne teaches at the uh, <clears throat> academy. So he has to go out at some point. And okay. Sarah Hawthorne is... Uh, Home alone. Or we, like I say, we get the elves on our side, like, hey, we're going to tell the elves what's up, and, they're like gonna, that. and then I you're like never the going to get that idea. land, buddy. You're never going to get it. Yeah. And that's going to, you're going to lose money like crazy. So the Hawthorns are involved with the Academy already. Okay. Yes. 
That actually was something a long time ago when you named Sigrin and Brinton as the, the people that run the academy. Um, Hawthorne was one of the people that worked there. Ah. So there is a Hawthorne there. It's a convenient that it's Eric. Okay. So he'll be there uh, <laughs> probably tomorrow because class is closed for today. So then elves? You want to go talk to the wild mist talk elves? Talk to the wild mist elves and Works. tell them that our friend is being framed and we know who's doing it. Perhaps. And, then we'll see and what why their they're action, doing it. We'll see it. what their reaction yeah. is. Perhaps while they're doing that, we could uh, keep an eye on Eric just to see if he does anything suspicious. Sure. He might be getting rid of evidence or something. Okay, so with the elves, if we're going to send um, Lenore and Uriel to go talk to the elves, uh, what connection might either of you have with El? Well, Uriel doesn't know much of his past, so who knows there. Uh, maybe there are some elves that have gone to the... Yeah, the, the only thing I could say is maybe I'm researching some type of weaponry, elven weaponry okay. or something. Um, they've, they've brought some um, medicinal remedies to the uh, infirmary for well, us. That would make sense because yeah, they would have plenty of stuff out there in their forest. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, you go there and you're going to talk to them about... Tell me what the conversation might sound like. Well, who are we going to talk to? You tell me. We're going to find. You could go right pre- to the king and queen. Yeah, we need okay. to talk to the. Yeah. Yeah. I was saying, we need to go I to say, the top. Remember when I'm saying king and queen of this elven kingdom, yeah, it is a few hundred right. elves. Right. Uh, <clears throat> which is enough since they practically live forever. Uh, and, and they can do anything they want in their own area. Uh, you get in. They're not completely secretive. It's easy to get into the forest. They have some guards as you get closer to the center where they live. But. You're not threatening enough. Sure, you kind of look fiery, but they could just, I'm just kill you if they I'm want. just carrying a <laughs> staff, you know, just leaning on my staff. I don't staff. have anything. Yeah. <laughs> what could possibly <laughs> go wrong? <laughs> I have a staff. Yeah. Um, but think, I'm thinking it's like uh, a, in Lord of the Rings when they first get in the forest and the elves just kind of yeah. come out of Coming nowhere. nowhere. Kind of, it's <laughs> that kind of thing, um, but they're not threatening. It's just, uh, it's practically a welcome to, you know, um, Wild Mist. What is your business? <laughs> Um, we need to speak with the king and queen urgently. Uh, on what matter? Regarding the death of the, the princess. Have you brought the ranger? No. We believe that he's been framed by the Hawthorne family in Harak. And when you say the word Hawthorne, um, one of them perks up and he says, we'll bring you. And they escort you to the king and queen. Who are only known as king and queen elf because I don't have names. Um <laughs> And and the uh, the king is pretty quiet, and the queen asks the the questions. As soon as you approach, she says, "What what um, business have you here between the ra- or uh, news have you between the ranger and the Hawthorns?" Um, well, the ranger has been a companion of ours and a trusted ally, and we believe that he's being framed for these murders um, when he was uh, detained. <laughs> By the sheriff uh, a while back, he was missing some of his arrows when he was released. And so we he's believe already committed criminal offenses. He impersonated... He's innocent of this latest. He impersonated a noble saying? to, to it's try and... It's daughter that got killed. So right. He impersonated a best. noble in order to try, try and find the truth of a situation. And so, so now he's implicating he's, a noble. He's never committed any violence. Yeah, we're implicating a noble. Because right, we're confessed. Right. 
<clears throat> well, we'll see about that as we split or as we <clears throat> skip to the other two. You guys are going to keep an eye on Hawthorne at the Academy? Yeah. Yeah. Kind of keeping an eye on what he's doing through the day. Uh, There's one student in his class that he is particularly harsh with, um, and that student appears to be a young half-elf male. Uh, That's really about what you get out of the day. And you're looking for this now, so he's... uh, you know, particularly that that student, that boy never seems to do whatever he's supposed to do right. But from what you can tell, he's, his penmanship is just as good as everyone else's. And he seems to be doing the right stuff in the class, but he's being picked on a lot. So it's like Snape and Harry Potter. There you go. <laughs> Except Eric's not going to turn out to be a nice guy. Right. Uh, does, at least not yet. Right, yeah. Does this man have an office? He does. Um, uh, I'm trying to remember where we used him before. But I want to say, was he the guy that told you how many? When you were yes, talking about I needed the students to and the exchange right. thing, that the students come to visit the infirmary. Right. We needed to know how many kids were coming on so the field trip. So we it was him. So he's kind of like. Uh, not only does he he teach penmanship, but he's also like the um, administrator, headmaster, clerk, and and uh, yeah, administrator, one of the administrators of the uh, of the academy. So he does have an office. Um, his chairs are, if I remember right, his chairs are particularly uncomfortable for mm. a reason because he doesn't want people staying in his office long. It's not a but nice, yes, not a generally nice guy. Yep. Now I have a backup plan, and it's not a particularly plan that I can be a, a party of, but perhaps you could, <laughs> you could assist. Uh, we could always just put more of your arrows in his office and then, like, tip them off that maybe, uh, <laughs> maybe that would be something that... They can come across. Like, and, frame uh, the framer? Yeah. That's not a bad idea. Yeah, that's it's not the good, worst actually. idea. Yeah. I mean, yeah. it's real dishonest, but in the best way, I guess. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> the ends justify the means? I suppose. Yeah. Okay. You want to do it? That sounds like a sneaky move. Yeah, it's right? sneaky. up for sneaking in there. Absolutely. Dropping a couple Although, of if he gets caught, that's real bad. That's horribly that's real bad. bad. I mean, perhaps I could be a lookout for him, but, but I Might be can't. a fight if he got caught. Yeah. can't really be uh, questioned so on the matter. So let's go for it. Let's make that roll. <clears throat> Give me another Defy Danger with Dexterity roll here. Dexterity is plus three on top of a uh, five, eight. That's an eight. Okay. Um, so the way we're going to do this is I'm going to use this to wrap this one up. You go in. You're able to plant the arrows. After you've planted the arrows... Um, Part of the, the conversation that uh, Lenore and Uriel have with the elves inspires them to go into the city to check things out. When they get into the city and recruit some of the city guard to go check on Hawthorne, they find the arrows, and Hawthorne is indeed now implicated. And the woman he was talking to, was it Sarah, you said? Mm-hmm. The, was his wife? You gave. Yeah. Um, she actually outs him because she didn't believe that he was doing the right thing for the family trying to kill elves and take their land seemed like a really bad idea but she's going (laughs) along with it so he gets arrested and uh breton your name is cleared however you still get sideways glances a lot in the city because because he's wearing a dress and walking around with a boner there's that too oh he's supposed to have sex with half the daughters in town (laughs) that would be a long show title name but it's not bad wearing a dress and walking around with a boner (laughs) (laughs) i think you should just call it dress and boner (laughs) boner. um but that will wrap up the breton framed for murder episode Ooh, nice that's a good one and um 
So what do we think? I'm gonna. I wanted to wrap it up quick so we could take a minute. What do we think about a, a forced punch you in the face expedited adventure? Not bad. It was interesting. Yeah, I mean, it didn't seem crazy fast. It wasn't yeah. unnatural. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Sometimes we spend we spin our wheels too long because we're not sure. Yeah. What we're supposed yeah. To do. yeah. So this keeps us moving. Yeah. For yeah. A while I do like do. that. Keeps us yeah. no dithering. And and that's one of the things I said beforehand. If I thought we were starting to spend too much time on any given thing, I'd say, "We'll just let's do yeah, it. We'll yeah, go, make it move happen. on to the next thing." Uh, and that's kind of what we did. As soon as we started saying, "Well, we want this plan," or maybe that one, or maybe all right, we're doing that one. Go, yeah, right. Go do it. Somebody make a roll. Let's move on. And that works out if we give the options. You just oh, yeah, we'll go with that pick one. Pick the one yeah, and make yeah. it go. I just, from my <laughs> perspective, I hate saying your character's doing X. Yeah, I'd yeah. rather you say my character's doing X, and I tell you how the world reacts to it yeah. because I hate. My, myself, I hate um, being told what my character's doing. I'd rather me right, say yeah. what my character's doing. Sure. Um, and that's one reason why, for me, I, I'm a little reluctant when it comes to that. I like you guys to be able to think through and come up with the options. But I'm also okay, uh, okay forcing it like we kind of yes. just did. But if that worked out well, Sometimes we're about to try no and do a couple can brain good. Yeah. <laughs> no okay. can brain good. No can brain good. In the meantime, good. we can wrap this one up and we can all say bye bye. Brent's going to take off his bra now. Oh my God. The preceding podcast was brought to you by One Joe Young. You can find us online at adventuresfromtheshed.com.